Hey girl, we have our call right now, our expert help one-on-one call. And I just wanted to make sure that you remembered and we're able to make it. So let me know. See you soon. Hi, girl. Hi, Jessica. Sorry, I'm late. I've never oh. used my iPad to join. I just I was a like, video, oh, so. I wonder if she forgot. So I just messaged you on Instagram. So just disregard. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't have my laptop at the moment. No so. worries. <laughs> I just decided I'm tired. So I'm just sit down now. <laughs> oh, um, good. Okay. <laughs> so have you had a chance? to do the homework that I gave you. Yes or no? Either way is okay. I did. I let me look over which you gave me three. I done two. Um cool. the know your number spreadsheet. I've done it before. I know that, mm -hmm. but I think there's definitely probably some tweaking for this year that I want to do. Oh, yeah, and I don't even think about it like um just to be clear, like it's not a every month. This is my budget. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It's like, where am I at in this very moment in time? Am I good? Or do I need to go into like a more, I'm going to use the word more extreme version of making money? Like, do I need to go mm -hmm. there or can I go into like this flow? So it's kind of a decision-making tool. So just so you know, and when you get that okay. done, let me know. Yeah. Okay. I, I have to keep that in mind. Yeah. It's, it's easy to mistake it for being a budget, but that's yeah. not what it is. Okay. I can see why someone would think that. Okay. I'll make a note so I don't forget. I just went to the eye doctor and got a new prescription, but they're making it and they took my old glasses. So I'm like, <laughs> why did I have to take your glasses? Well, I could have bought a new pair, but I already had two pairs that were outdated. So I was like, well, here's my old ones. Fix it. Anyway, they, you don't need to give you like a, like a one day pair, like contacts at least. So you I've have never worn contacts. Maybe they could have, but. So you have eyes. <laughs> it's okay. I just I just might not look at you the whole time, just so you know. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, and I got my workbook journals. Or oh, good. Thank you. I received them. Sometimes they take longer, so I'm glad that you got yours pretty quickly. That's great. You must be by the printing center, wherever it is. Oh, yeah. I got them, and I'm trying to. I know. I think. There's something on the Slack or somewhere kind of goes over how it's there, being used. There is, a there is a video about how to use them, but actually I just made a new one today for like, if you are, so essentially 
you start off in one of two places. You start off mm-hmm. in money now, or you start off in consistent income. Neither place is wrong, but it kind of depends on where you end up in your Know Your Numbers spreadsheet. So I just okay. made a video for how to use it if you are in Know Your Numbers, and I just posted it in Slack. So that might be mm. the best place to start since okay. we're not exactly sure. I would start there. Okay. It's, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me just give you a link to it real quick. Copy link. So you don't have to go find it. Where would be the best place for it? Do you want me to put it in the chat or do you want me to put it in um, the document we're going to be using today? That you mm. should have access to, but if you don't, then I'm going to give you access to it. Maybe the document I don't lose it cool got it um next steps planner video there you go okay all right tell me more what did you do the uh meditation part of the homework I did how did I it go did for you that. Did it feel did good? Feel, did it feel bad? Was it confusing? Or you're like, oh, I totally got this. Like, what happened? I did all of it, all the basically nine steps. Well, is there nine? Or maybe I numbered them nine. <laughs> I think you numbered them because I don't remember nine, but that's great. I love that <laughs> you numbered them. <laughs> so it's nine. And then right now I'm still trying to, because when I sat down with it, I didn't have the choices of words. Usually when I do these kinds of affirmations, I have choices. Words are not my strong suit. So mm-hmm. I haven't filled that affirmation part at the very end just yet. That's okay. That's more yeah. of like a, um, who are you? What is your brand? What do you want to bring to the yeah. world kind of deal? And that's great. But today I'm even a little bit more interested in the meditation part, like what okay. did you see? How did you feel? What did anything stand out to you? What was interesting? What were you surprised by? Like, give me a couple of things that okay. happened. A few of them I already knew. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so they stood as a reminder. That okay, great. So tell me about yeah. those. What were those things? So like for one, I think one of the prompts that you asked was, I guess, what, what's that word? What kind of inspires you or something that is inspiring to do mm-hmm. or three things or something like that. And it doesn't have to be specific. I'm just kind of looking for what insights you had. Or like what outside things is good for you to do? Something like that. But either way, I know like what that. Hobbies or what, what kind of interests you besides art? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, that kind of fills your day. Yeah, like you said, that it's not art. So um, artist tape is definitely one of those that I've been doing. So I that just kind of got me reminded that I still need to keep doing that because... The book? Is that what you're talking about? 
the artist say? Well, just the, just me taking myself on a date or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that I really want to keep going. And then I really like the very first part of that meditation when you ask, it was very early and there's nothing else to do. What's the first thing, you know? And I have put down yoga, meditate, hot drink, or coffee or something. I think. Do you do those things? Not first thing in the morning. Do you do them at some point during the day? I do. And then asterisk is, especially the yoga and meditate, I do it when there's time or when I find that there's a possibility of quiet time. Mm. So that actually tweaked a little bit already. I found a footing for a couple of years now. And then we went on vacation and the holidays and I haven't gone oh, wow. back to it yet. Yeah. yeah. It's a good reminder because um, I find for myself, and I think that this is probably true for most people, but when you take time for yourself in the morning, kind of centers and grounds mm -hmm. you and you're able to think more clearly about what you need to accomplish the rest of the day. Yeah. And so you actually get more done, even though you feel like, oh, I don't know if I have time <laughs> for this. Like, it's really gonna stress me out if I do it. And then magically things work out that day, but not the day that you're like, I gotta get to work. <laughs> do you find that true for yourself or no? I wanna say yes, but I haven't, I guess, given myself the chance to try it in the first day, like first, you know, couple hours of waking up. There's always yeah. something else I have to do first. And then have to or choose to have to or used to doing because I did or I haven't been prioritizing my quiet time in the morning first. To be fair, the first thing that I do is get my kids ready for school and take them to school. Yeah. But the next thing that I do when I get home is that I'm like, okay, now I'm making breakfast. I'm going to start a fire. I'm going to let my chickens out. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do my planner. And then I'm going to get to work. Does that resonate with yeah. you? Could you that's, find something like that? That's doable for sure. Because my usual time for meditation is around 10, 30, 11. What time do you wake up? Seven. What do you do in between there? Walk the dog, feed the mm -hmm. dog, prepare breakfast for the house. Kind of all the same things. Yeah, and then yeah. But I also find those to be meditative in their own way. Do you agree? I, I do. I do agree. I don't. I think there's still a lot of nuances in between those moments that feels good. And it's nice to have in the morning. And at the same time, some can be a little <laughs> agitating if the morning is not as smooth as I would be nice. You know, that's fair. <laughs> I can agree with 
<laughs> Every once in a while, you're like, <gasps> but sometimes it feels really good. Okay, yeah. so what about later in the day? You we talked about art making. Mm-hmm. What kinds of actually? Let's skip to the one where you are. It's the, I think it's the second day. You're just making an art project for no reason mm-hmm. other than you really want to make it. What is that? I think what I have written down or something along the line was to just stay in my studio and be immensely inspired to create. Mm. And I'm not quite sure what in terms of project or which one, but well, right now there is a hovering idea that is kind of itching to get out. And I know as soon as I finally clean up my studio from the holidays, I want to get it started. So it's ready to come out. It's been itching for a while and it's ready, Yeah, but you haven't prepared space for it. No, I have not. And I think this is the last weekend where we have something planned or we were out of town. So I think that's why I'm kind of excited to start cleaning up my space because every time I walk in, I was just like, I, mm, but, you know, I want to clean it first and just give myself that, not luxury, but that it's kind of a luxury yeah like you know that nice spacious clean or at least tidy so I can make a mess again without losing more tools and supplies as I go so is this project something that like you want to completely immerse yourself in and that's what you want to make and figure out and talk about or is it like a like a side thing where I still want to be doing what I'm doing now and talking about it and working on it, but I want to start experimenting with this thing or is it like this needs to take over? Like what's happening? Yeah, that's a good question. Don't know yet. I don't know yet because in terms of business-wise, I also... I feel like this year is maybe my year to amp up either pricing wise and just overall the quantity or quantity and quality of work that I offer. Mm-hmm. Not just, yeah, not just pricing, but to kind of level it up a bit. I think so it's time. What? If I said, if you could sell, market and sell anything right now, what would it be? Market and sell anything. Uh, I have my pieces. Actually, let me change the question. Sorry. What mm-hmm. would excite you the most to market and sell? I think my um, multimedia pieces that I've done the previous year, because I feel like I could talk about them more. 
And also during the shows that I brought a couple of them, I really got a lot of people's reactions to them. And Mm -hmm. a few bought the smaller version or the smallest versions in that collection. And so I feel like there is something in that it's just talking about it online is just a little harder for me because like as emotion goes you can't really say anything about emotions through online so much unless it's one-on-one I don't know that I completely agree with that statement but I don't think we need to dive into that too much right now um so learning how to sell the thing that you have already have dipped your toe almost more than dipped your toe and you've dipped your foot in Mm -hmm. but you haven't really figured out how to make it work well yet is that correct yeah it sounds about right okay so then in my mind we continue talking about that and marketing that have we talked about the term window display before I've heard of that I think yes Okay, so what I mean by that is like generally a three to four month period, and maybe that's a little bit too long because you've got this other thing, but like just in theory, like a three to Mm -hmm. four month period of I really want to deep dive into marketing and selling this. But then on the side, I want to be figuring out what this other thing looks like in my art making time. Does that feel Mm -hmm. good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then when there was the part about meetings, what were your meetings about? What do you mean by meetings? In the meditation, there were a couple of, well, maybe not meetings, Mm. maybe appointments was the right word. I forget what term I used, but you had a couple of time periods where you had something to go do. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what those were? They were, um, I think the first one was, let me just make sure. An art curator for either an upcoming art fair for you know, for fine artists that I have a meeting with or just an art director that has taken interest on my work. So someone who could put you into shows more or less yeah okay have you done any shows I it's been a while since I've done those group shows that Mm -hmm. in a gallery or but you liked it I liked it when I've done yeah in the past the long past ago what made you stop COVID something else I think I just started comparing my work with others Mm. at that point because you know I always think there's there's better or you know it has x y and z and then so I stopped going for gallery entries and whatnot okay well first of all I understand that that is a thing because I mean, it's really hard not to compare yourself. 
but also they chose you for that show. <laughs> so whoever chose you felt like she's ready, she's good enough. And that was a long time ago. And I know that you feel like your work has evolved and grown since then. So do you feel like you are ready to start doing that again? I think mentally I am. But a show proof of work, it's probably not there yet. Say that again, a show what? Like a proof of my work is not there yet because I feel like I don't have enough pieces and I don't have big enough pieces that my ideal for a show or any gallery. Are, I'm gonna say this with love. Are you the one who gets to decide that though? I think it's something I really want to try for myself first. I think like the bigger pieces, mm -hmm. it's, there's a hang up there that I just want to get over first. Maybe okay, not so we've got a couple of conflicting things here. I want to meet with art directors and galleries and such and such, but I can't because I don't have big enough pieces, but the work that I want to be making is something different. Like I'm evolving and changing. So at no point here does anything come to full fruition. You see what I'm saying? So something's right. got to give so either okay. we're pivoting our studio time to be making bigger pieces or we're changing our mindset about how it has to be done or we're deciding you know what galleries and such are not something I want to do right now I want to market myself in a different way than that so of those three pieces which are you least sad about giving up Lisa, I think the gallery or the, yeah, the gallery curator okay. or art director meeting. Yeah. So you have, if, so taking that out of our dream life meditation for now, because it's not that mm -hmm. strong and we've got a lot of resistance around it and we can't, we feel like we can't get there yet. What would you replace that with? What would you want to replace that with? Oh, <laughs> what would I replace that with? That's not already I have said those other two things. Yeah, so if the two things that we really want to keep are, I want <laughs> to use my studio time to start making new work. I want to sell the work I've already gotten to level two or three or four or five with, but I want to get to level 10 with it. So I'm, I'm working on here, but I also want to start playing over here. So how do I want to sell this here? Hmm. I don't know, actually. I feel like- Tell me what you I don't want. want. How about that? We could start there. What I don't want in terms of that, Part. Yep. What do you not? What have you tried that you're like, eh, eh?
I think solely relying on social media to garner any kind of interaction with the work. Because mm-hmm. it was, to me, it was a bit freaking hard (laughs) besides that and it was to me it was lacking just genuineness I think yeah sure so it needs to have a people component to it yeah for sure is that to you is that local is that interacting online is it a mix of the two where do we stand there I think a mix of two, but more heavy on the local. Cool. So more like 70 to 30. Yeah. That's about what, if, if I got to pick, that's about what I would do. Mm. Um, so you said local, but you also said not galleries or group shows. So do you see, we're just like, narrowing things down yeah so any more ideas like is it a festival is it um finding a bunch of local shops that you could work with are you collaborating on stuff like are you throwing your own show are you doing studio visits are you I don't know. Do you have any ideas that stand out to you that feel like hmm, that might be fun? The local shows I've done or I'm still doing and that works great for me, like the art fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, like but art fairs, art markets kind of deal? Yeah, those worked well, but after that, I'm still kind of just at loss like what else because thou like those you're already provided in terms of the audience and then the place and okay let's, let's put a pin in that for a second tell me about I need paper mm. Okay, as far as, so I'm not gonna tell you what I'm doing yet. You might already know, but I'm not gonna tell you. What is your art about? It's about transporting, transporting a person, to a place of feeling good and magical basically transporting back to good and magical memories. Kind of want to change the good. Like, I feel like there's another adjective to use besides. That's okay. We don't have to nail it this time. We're more like workshopping. Transporting back to feeling good and magical. Tell me more. Basically, I want a person, the art viewer, when 
he or she looks at my piece, it either makes them feel good because there's something that is missing, that they know is missing in their life, and they realize there is something in this painting that gives them that. Or it transports them to a wonderful memory of the past that just makes them feel good and warm inside. Okay, so what might a past memory that, that mm, how do I ask this? What kind of past memory do you think your art would transport them back to? One of them I thought was just a simple memory of like maybe a day out that they didn't expect. A day out. Like that's okay. say a nice day out with a friend that because their plan kind of sank and then they went somewhere else or they went off their plan or something with a loved one, a family, maybe a vacation. And why do you think your artwork would do that for them? It's, um, it's either the colors or the nuances of the painting that kind of triggers emotions of feeling, feeling, what's that word? Oh, feeling either loved or feeling like they were just in the right place, in the right time, in the right moment. Okay, hold on. Of that. I'm gonna look at, I want you to tell me about a specific piece. Ooh, that's not it. Uh, Instagram.com slash write mangoes. Yeah, write underscore mangoes. That's what I'm missing, underscore. Share screen. Okay, so let's say, what is what is the thing that you really, like find me a piece that is very similar to what you wanna be making. Are we talking about like these? Yeah, these? that one was one of them. Mm -hmm. Which one do you wanna, well, this is a real. So let's talk about this one. Yeah. Tell me about this one. What What do you want people to get from there? Um, I forgot what was the next image after this because I think um, that the one next one was this one. Oh no, I mean like that particular post has two. Oh, images. Oh, oh that was like the end. The practice one. Okay, any of those? Tell me about these. Okay, these ones were, I think, just catching and trusting the moment. That's why, that's what those drips are. That's what, to me, they symbolizes. Because underneath, it may still look nicely calculated. There's nice mm -hmm. clean lines of those florals, but then you still have these unpredictable gold drips. They may be unpredictable and they may not look pretty at first, but in hindsight, they actually make accents the piece. Gotcha. 
Okay, so um, we've got transporting back to feeling good and magical, unexpected fun days with a friend, a vacation, a loved one, trusting the moment, capturing the moment, unpredictability. So it's almost like the thing that I'm hearing is unexpected and unpredictable, but living in the moment. Is that what you're saying? Or going back to those moments where you did that? I probably both, honestly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Is there anything else about these pieces that you want to say? Or do you feel like that pretty much captures it? I think too, for these collections, they were also a testament of how I trusted myself on these. Mm. Like I could have just, I don't know, sketched these out. I didn't really sketch much or plan what the pieces are, except for I wanted to include that fabric collage or fabric print. Yeah. Everything else was like- You talking about yeah. making them before. Okay, so if we, okay, so that's kind of like the underlying the message, mm -hmm. what you're saying. If we're just looking at the aesthetic of them, we've got flowers we've got gold we've got botanicals like tell me about where where did these things come from what were you trying to do aesthetically as far as the subject matter okay aesthetically I wanted to incorporate something that will give it more depth and layer and that's mm -hmm. why I added that collage of fabric print that was also from another painting mm -hmm. and I've always been a fan of not just a flat surface that's why I like to incorporate another either a bead or just something that has more invitation to like come closer there's more to it it's not just a 2d painting or illustration yeah and then the gold was I, I think at that time I really love using gold as they emphasize you know it being gold and it just looks looks serious did you say freedom is that the word you used freedom and luxury did I get that right Freedom, um, maybe not so much freedom, but what did you say? I missed I missed a word in there. Oh, um I think I was just really into using gold at that moment. It okay. feels better, yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. <laughs> um, what about the flowers? Why'd you choose flowers? The flowers is my go-to subject matter for a while. And it still is, it's just now I want it to have more of just a static flower look or flower meaning or flowers 
I don't want it to be just a still life painting, if you so will. Um, are they a certain kind of flower? I don't recognize them. Are they just pretty or are they a certain type? They're more stylized peonies. Okay. Yeah. And you said you liked the gold because it was kind of luxurious. And you like the collage because of the depth and the exploration. What about the blue? Why'd you choose the blue? I thought that was a nice compliment with the gold. Because <laughs> it just aesthetically you liked it. Yeah. Um, why is some of it outlined and some of it is, I guess the, the collage is the colored in part, but why did you choose to do mm -hmm. the outlines? Those ones I, I really like, there are some times that I like making clean line illustrations. And I think that's what I'm trying to meld. It was my, like the beginning process of my illustration background mm -hmm. and combining it more so with more painterly things. Got it. Did you go to school for illustrations? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so when I'm looking at this, I'm working on your ideal art buyer map. <clears throat> and this section is the who connects with you. This is the what are they connecting to. And this section mm -hmm. is the what are the the pieces that they might like just because of like the way it looks. So when I was asking you, what do you like, where would you like to go outside of art fairs? You're like, I don't know. So then the next place that I go is here. Like, where are you gonna find people who are gonna connect with what you are doing? So um, either, and there's more to be put. This is just the beginning of it here. But like, what about your illustration background? Like, could we get you into a show at your old school? Or um, like, where are places that value unpredictability and the unexpected and just like being in the moment? Or um, like maybe where are places that value luxury or uh, beautiful flowers or illustrations? So like we're starting to look mm -hmm. for maybe businesses. That's mm -hmm. usually the first place that my brain goes businesses yeah. that overlap with some of these things. So like peonies could be a flower shop or a botanical garden. Um, luxurious might be like a high-end uh, furniture store or a wallpaper shop because of the clean lines. Like a lot of wallpaper is clean lines or it could be mm. um, 
like a rock climbing gym. <laughs> like, how does that fit in? Like, it doesn't, like you wouldn't normally go there, but because of what you are talking about, unpredictability and unexpected and just trusting yourself and like learning to move forward, even though you don't know what's gonna happen, like something along those lines. So instead of always looking for places to that highlight art, a lot of times it's more advantageous to look at where do you overlap with other businesses' values? And the not only values in terms of like, we value trust and unpredictability, <laughs> but we also value peonies and clean lines. Like it could, we value illustrations. Like those are the places that people are gonna connect with your art more automatically, especially if there's some way that you can like talk about it inside of that container. So they know why it's there and they're like, oh, I, I also really like it when things are unexpected. Like that's really cool. That's what that means. Oh, cool. You know what I'm saying? So right. my first thought, since you don't have a, this is what I want to do exactly, is to look for those businesses and see if there's a way that you can collaborate with them. So collaborations okay. being kind of your main focus for the next couple of months and trying that out and seeing where that goes. Because you're gonna okay. learn a lot that way, more so than just, I put my stuff in an art fair and this one worked and this one didn't. And I got a good booth at this one and like this one sucked and I don't know why. <laughs> and because there's a ton of art there, right? And people are just looking almost, not necessarily, but it's like they're in overwhelm mode because there's so much art. So they're just looking for the one that sticks out the most to them. And so it yeah. can be harder to stand out as opposed to taking the back door. Why would this stand out to them approach? Does that make sense? Does that feel yeah. good? Do you like that? I've never really collaborated with anyone that's in okay. terms of this. Yeah, I can touch you. Okay. <laughs> yes, that'll be great. Okay, so another paper. I want to come up with a bare bones, what are we going to do moving forward marketing plan so that no matter what we choose to do, mm -hmm. we have some structure to it so that we know, like right now we're in a little bit of an experimental phase. Like I know what I wanna make, I know what I wanna sell, but I also wanna kind of like try some other things, but like I need to make this work better. And I like this, but I don't really know if I like that. So like we're figuring out, so we need some structure, but we also need room in there to be able to play. When you have sold things in the past, how have you been the most successful? What has worked the best for you? And it may be, I've only tried two things. And so those two things are the things that worked for me, but like, 
if you could summarize, what do you think has worked the best for you to sell art in the past? From what I've noticed, it's always in person. Mm -hmm. And I wanna say more than half is someone who has never heard of me or seen my work. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Half or more than is new to you. Okay, so those in-person sales, those were all from like art fairs, art markets, or other yes. things too. What happened at those art fairs and art markets where they decided to buy? Did they just walk up and go, give me that? Or what did they do? Yeah, it's actually, it seems to be a common trend of what my clients or those customers are, they go in and, you know, they hang around and then we chit chat. I come talk to them if they have any questions and then we do some exchange and then they hang out some more and then they go and purchase the painting or whatever. So they want is. the people who buy from you, their eye gets caught, they go to you, you talk for a while and then they end up buying. Yes. And then what do you there's talk another, about? we talked about, I first asked, what is in this piece that draws you to it? And then I kind of want to get more info, but some are just like, I don't know, there's something about it. And then when they kind of don't want to express what it is, I talk about what inspired me to make that specific piece and what it's about and a little background story. And that's when I started getting, oh yeah, I know that's exactly why, da da da. Like we yeah. went on a vacation there. So a lot of times people don't have the words for it and they need you to give them the words, but they know what it is and they can say, oh yeah, but they, they're just not really sure. Yeah. Um, which is why like doing this kind of work is really helpful to find out like what is it that I am saying so I can go find people who will resonate with that so I can talk to them about that so they can go oh yeah me too give me that <laughs> so you're almost all like to some degree doing that automatically we're just gonna turn up the dials more on that <laughs> um what else do I want to know as far as do people ever buy from you on Instagram they well, I want to say yes and no, because they would inquire how much it is. And then months later, they would ask, hey, about that piece. And that's not, there's not that many of that. Yeah, but it does happen. Yes. They, so they inquire and then they ghost and then months later, they come back and want it. Mm -hmm. Or they want something else from either my site or inquiring just a completely different piece. Okay. Um, what kind of content do you put out that people resonate the most with? Like, is there anything in particular that you've noticed people are like, oh yeah, they really like when I say something like this or no? <laughs> I think 
just because lately I have not been putting too much, but I do, well, because our dog, our elderly dog passed in October. And so I do get a lot of interactions, even in my email about that, because I've talked about her for yeah. years. And so in hindsight, they already know her. In terms of my... So on here, we're putting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just so easy for me to bring it up. Yeah, that's who you are. That is a part of you. And you have a lot of posts in here about your dog. Or dogs. Yeah. Multiple dogs. Yeah. Um, and I think those foodie drawings that I still do, it really resonates with people and how fun and how it really like kind of taps into their childhood like hey remember me kind of thing those are like solid in terms of when I talk about them posts or anything what do you sell the most of online online would be prints my cocktail prints and ornaments um why do you think cocktails one, they told me that it's just so cool. It looks nice. They want to put it in their kitchen or as gifts. Mm. Let's see, cocktails. I saw one. There. And... The one that's framed. It's a very easy sell for me, yeah. cocktails, which is very fun to do still. So if we find that you end up in like a money now where you're like, Ooh, I need to make some money. We might pivot to cocktails for a little bit and then come back to figuring out. And there are ways to do both at the same time, just not necessarily in your content. But mm -hmm. I like to have like a, a back pocket thing that I can pull out mm -hmm. if I'm like, I need to make some money. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna turn this on. We're gonna make some money and then we're gonna go back to, okay, I feel good, I feel safe. Now I can go back to what I was doing. Um, so that's good to know, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, so you said in-person sales, half or more are new, half or more than that are new to you. The way that they end up buying is you talk about, you talk to them, you say what draws you to it. And then you share what inspired me in a background piece. And then, um, as far as online, those turn, those are more inquiries that months later come back to buy something. So I do think, let's see, we're gonna check. December 8th, November 24th, November 12th, November 4th, November 2nd, October 15th. So you're doing somewhere between 
between, let's say average three posts a month. Does that sound about right? Yeah, especially lately. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, remind me about your newsletter list. How's that, how big is that? I believe, yeah. I remember like ish. Three, 300. 300. Do people, yeah. do you ever send emails? I do. Do At people least buy once ever? Say it again. Do people ever buy from those? Buy exactly the piece? No, but it's like inquiring for a commission piece. How do you feel about commissions? I like them. Um, I just kind of, I almost always want to make sure it's something I like to do, mm -hmm. which lately has always has been, I guess the reasoning why they want the commission piece or what's the purpose of a commission piece is. Because like right now I have one that is a pretty big project it's for her wedding that I met her in person too. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of my commission pieces are cocktails and for their events or special gifts. And I do enjoy that because I get to know the person and why they want it. Gotcha. But email wise, yeah, I would like to send more. But the last year I just didn't have energy bandwidth for newsletter. Yeah. So you're, you said you were trying to do about one a month. Is that what I heard? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's my minimum. You used to do so more. would you say that if you had to pick how many in-person types of things would you like to do? Let's say in a three, in three months, how many in-person things would be not too much and not too little where you felt like I'm making some progress, mm -hmm. but I'm not completely overwhelmed. From experience, it's up to three to four. Okay. Also depends how big these shows are. Sure. Some are gonna be small, some are gonna be big, some are yeah, a lot of max. work, some are no work. Max. So okay. <laughs> so let's say we're gonna aim for one in-person thing per month. <laughs> if I gave you, I'm making up a number, <laughs> 10 prompts, could you make 10 social media posts in a month? I could, cause it's actually, you know, help me decide what to do. <laughs> so it's almost like you're just paralyzed because there's so many options. I don't know what to do. Yeah, and that's why I resort to stories because it's so casual and I can. And I don't even have a problem curate. with stories. But okay. are you using stories strategically at all, or are you just like posting anything? And th there's nothing wrong with posting anything, but is there yeah. any business anything in there? Like, tell me about your stories. And we're almost out of time, but tell me anyway. Um, there is some sort of business relation in it. I would 
want to say it's only 30% dough because mm-hmm. it didn't feel as, I don't see the connection when I'm doing it in terms of how genuine it is. But I know there is, I just don't want to think about what it is. <laughs> okay, so the thing you keep saying to me is it has to feel genuine. Yeah, I would like the transition to feel natural and not just, I tell you a good story and now here's another I don't know. It's there's something to buy. Yeah, it probably is, but that's okay for now. Um, So if you were to pick a ratio, like you're already doing stories. Mm -hmm. Could you layer on 10 posts or would that be too much? In the span of a month. In the span of a month. I mean, I was able to do it before. I don't see why not. Let's try that number and see what happens. 10 posts a month. And I said, I would give you prompts. And I may, and I I think I will actually give you 10 that get repeated. Meaning Mm. like the same prompt, but maybe for a different piece instead of the piece you did Mm. before. Okay. But the prompts would rotate. And I, I don't normally do that for people, but I feel like that's something that you you need a jump start. And I don't want to just like push you off a cliff and be like, go make stuff. <laughs> okay. So I want to give you like a hammock <laughs> to catch you. As, I like that. Yeah. Um, newsletter. Are we still doing one a month or has that gone yeah, since holiday or yeah, so probably I haven't, it's already February. I haven't sent anything from January and February. Okay, so would one like newsletter. Go back. Okay, so we've got two content pieces. One, we're going to call it a visibility piece. Um, we are... The next meeting we have, I want you to remind me, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about, um, mm, let me make sure that I'm going to say this right. I feel like there's two pieces. One is really exploring the what it inspired me piece of this, because I feel like that's going to help you with the the connection so that not only new people are buying from you in person, but that people that you're writing to and spending time making content mm-hmm. for can feel that deeper connection with you as well. So I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about these inquiries that are then going silent and then months later coming back to buy from you. And that's not to say that it's there where you can just switch it so that they immediately buy from you. Some of them yeah. probably, but I feel like we could speed that process up and make it work better oh. so that more of those inquiries turn into sales in a shorter time span. So, Got it. Um, so what we're really work focusing on is, um, like 
the meaning behind your artwork and the nurturing process, improve nurturing and follow up. Which I know you are an introvert. That's okay. So am I. Um, it can be done in a way that feels good and genuine. And so we're going to help create that for you. Um, do you journal? Not like journal, like long format journal, no. Have you ever tried morning pages? I have. How did that go for you? It went really well. Um, it worked well, I think because my husband was also doing it. Mm -hmm. So the waking up extra early for both of us helped. And then now my journaling is my daily, not affirmation, but it's something that another um, life teacher has taught me so that I've been doing every day. It's like Great. a simple one-liner. Uh, there is, you don't have to use my version of an affirmation. You can use hers. Oh yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. So on your affirmation, I want you to write it there. Um, but, I would really like, it doesn't even have to be in the morning and three pages, but I think one of our core activities that's going to really help get us further faster is journaling. Um, so I would like you to do one page of free writing mm -hmm. and it doesn't even necessarily have to be about your artwork. It could be whatever you're thinking about. And how many of, do you think you could do one page per day or is that too much to ask? Because I really need you to be able to stick with it and not be like, ah, it took too long so I couldn't do it. What feels like a reasonable number? One page is good. I have- One page per specific, day? Yeah, in a notebook. It's not necessarily- eight by 10, but it's a notebook. That's fine. Um, would you be willing to send me pictures of them? And I would be perfectly fine if you like blacked out any parts you didn't want me to read, but like anything okay. you were okay with sharing, would you be okay with doing that? Yeah, I'll be fine. Because I really feel like that would help me help you. Even if you feel like, like, why does she want to read this? This is about my dog. Like, what does this have to do with anything? I still no. want to read it. I think I, I see and I you know what you are going okay, for. So yeah. one page free writing per day. And I also feel like we can turn those into social media posts at some point. Not all of it, but like pieces or like find yeah. things to pull from. Uh, okay, so let's start there. That's our next thing 
Well, I'm actually I'm adding I'm asking you to add two things. So you are already doing about one person in person thing per month and one newsletter per month. So we're adding a lot of writing, which is really the opposite of what I tell most people. <laughs> and that's okay. That's all right. Because I feel like that is the right place for you. So one page of free writing per day. And um, we're going to create 10 prompts for you to create social media posts. I really feel like getting into what makes me me, what makes my artwork mine is the next best step for you as far as connecting yeah. on a bigger level. And then after we start getting into that, then we'll start working on improving nurture and follow-up. Does that feel good for you? Sounds good. Yep, I got that right here, my notebook. Okay, I'll take pictures of these and send them to you as well. Thank you. You are Appreciate. welcome. I usually ask at the beginning of these, like, what do you want to get out of it? And I didn't. Did you have something you came wanting to get out of this call? No, I actually just came setting the intention that I don't know what's going to happen, but I am open. Okay, <laughs> perfect. So we accomplished that. For sure. And more. <laughs> and more. Great. Okay, so I feel pretty good about it. Uh, as long as you do, and you seem like you do too. So let's start there. And... Your next thing is, is it this um, Thursday? Oops. Yeah, this Thursday. I believe so. Mm -hmm. So um, this Thursday, we will either talk about um, what are your prompts going to be, or we will talk about what have you been writing and what can we pull out of that to see like where we can find these in-person events. Ooh. I want to add one more thing. Right. Um, yeah. In the meantime, while we still have to, like, I still have to teach you a little bit about collaboration and like, we got to get them set up and all of that. So looking for uh, things to mm. apply for, for in-person. I'm not necessarily going to give you a number, but I mean, maybe you get accepted to one out of three. So maybe we need to look for and apply for nine. Okay. Something along those lines. Does that feel about right? Yeah. I think and I so. also think that the, the writing more will help improve that number of acceptance rate as well. So that'll be another good byproduct from that. And then we'll have to look for less and apply for less. And we may not have to apply for any, so we may just totally go to collaboration. So. Like, collaboration. Okay. I love them. Okay. So I'm going to let you go. We went okay. all over. That's okay. Um, my yeah. son's now yelling at me. So um, I'll Aww. talk to you soon. Thanks to him and you. All right. Bye. Bye, love.